0: Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. As always, I'm Craig Picorny, here with Hall of Fame head coach Alan Picorny. And today we have a guest, Andy Picorny. So it's the Picorny Coaches Show today. Uh, Just a quick rundown, we always recap uh, the week and give a little uh, preview of what's to come and touch on a few other things. Today we will have a guest segment for once. So uh, I guess we'll dive right in uh if you ever want to send us some questions or have us answer something on the show you can send us a tweet or an email or talk to us at the tournament or in the conference room of the hotel you can ask us to answer something on the air um and uh yeah i guess recap of this week uh i wasn't had as many practices with another sick kid so anything special out of practices no, and nothing else? special,
1: just, uh, <clears throat> just three practices as well because of competition, so very short week, nothing exciting, although I did think they practiced a little better than
0: last week, previous week, so otherwise nothing too exciting. Okay, well, I guess uh, we'll dive into Tuesday. We had the Omaha Central Duel, uh, rated number seven in Class A, I think, in duels. Um, I think they were like six and one going into our duels so they had a bunch of duels already and uh it was a uh, kind of a a big deal to with that duel it was a uh, ended up coming out with a win it was a big win for the team it helps us you know in the team duel race for, for state um a lot of good matches um so i guess uh recap that how you want to do that uh yeah the,
1: you know for state dual qualifying obviously class a school uh, and a quality school on top of that uh, it's going to give us a lot of team points if we can uh, get the win so it, it's important and every duel is important because um, you lose a, to a team that's not so good that's hurts you quite a bit too so anyhow um Going into it, uh, you know, we just came off the Boys Town Invitational, where Central had won that. Um, we finished second, so, uh, you know, and it was a close race there, so we knew it was going to be a battle, um, uh, and uh, also, I took a look at, uh, uh, and like I do for every duel, and, and you'll see with like this, um, uh, the fracas, some of the things we did as far as moving around and all that, uh, yeah, I take a look at the duel, I match up and Head-to-head uh, head and each individual, and how I think we'll do against them, and um, you know, and if there's any opportunities to, to move and maximize points some way, uh, we'll we'll do that. Um, and and I come up with my pre-match uh, scouting report or analysis. I usually come up with a score that I think we'll be at. And uh, <clears throat> but anyhow, looking at Central, I, I was looking at. Uh, seven matches against seven matches. We I mean, we get seven wins and they get seven wins. So uh, I knew it was gonna come down to bonus points. And uh, scary thing is that uh, uh, Central's is uh, uh, they're a, a pinning school. They're they're real tough and and do a real good job of getting pins. And sometimes even when they're down, they they got some stuff that uh, uh, once in a while get uh, help them get lucky if you're not wrestling your best and. And uh, you know, that funk and junk stuff that they do, it, it works uh, when you're not ready and you're not experienced, and, and also when you get lazy and sloppy when you're tired. Yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, um, they, catch a, they catch a lot of guys and get pins. Um, they're, they're a big pinner kind of team.
2: Yeah, we saw that a lot at Boys Town. They had uh, quite a few matches where it looked like they might be in a little bit of trouble to lose a match, and uh, they would get a, a pin out of nowhere, and that really affected the team race.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, with, with that, um, the good thing with that, that, uh, you know, having dual in Omaha central, uh, you know, and they're not just all funk and junk. Don't right. get me wrong. They got some, they're well coached. They got some good coaches. Uh, they just got that stuff that they do. And, um, and, uh, but anyhow, what it, it really helps us in is, uh, we have to have better technique because a good technique always beat that stuff. And, uh, so it forces us to focus on good technique, um, and uh, I think that makes us a better team by wrestling them because the kids are more aware of that, and and uh, that helps us down the road. So, anyhow, as far as the duel went, um, we started off at 145 and Robert got a big pin um, over uh, you know, Ray Hubbard, who was actually ranked in some of the rankings, uh, and uh, you know it started off, uh, you know. You know, Hubbard was, uh, he scored on Robert, and it looked like it was going to be a tough match for Robert. And, um, you know, thought he could hang in there and, and battle with him, and, and he did. And, uh, um, you know, Robert's been real good about this year, is, is uh, not giving up on his matches, even when he gets down. And uh, he had some at the fracas too, in the same situation where he battled back. And, and uh, in the end, he wore his opponent down and, and pinned him. And that was huge for our duel. I mean, that was a, a match that looking on paper, uh, you know, Hubbard won the Boys Town Invitational, Robert finished third, uh, that uh, they should get a win head to head. And we reversed that one, and, and that helped us a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, really got our team fired up. Um, Colby went out there and wrestled uh, Davis, uh, you know, who also won the Boys Town Invite and also ranked as high as number two in Class A, and mm-hmm. wrestled him tough uh, end up losing 12 to seven, but, uh, uh he was pushing him at the end and, 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 uh, he had, uh, Davis wore out and, uh, but, uh, Colby just couldn't quite come back from that. And, uh, but it did, you know, it was enough to fire the kids up and, and, uh, and then we got on a roll from there and, and, uh, wrestled well, uh, through the rest of the duel and end up winning, uh, 48 to 32. So, um, you know, good results and, uh, you know, for the duel and real happy with, with how they wrestled.
0: Yep. So again, Tuesday, we, uh, come out with a 48 32 win over Omaha central. Like I said, they, I think they were six and one going into that highly rated class a, so we get bonus points for going up to a class a school and, and obviously points even more points for winning over the top tier school. So a uh, big win on Tuesday and then um, Friday, we head out to, to Grand Island for the Flatwater Fracas, and uh, this year it was two pools each day of five teams, and so f- we got four matches a day, um, and I guess kicking into Friday, uh, started off with a, a real tough team out of Kansas, Great Bend, and um, you know i i didn't get there during that one so neither did andy so i think we're gonna be uh you're gonna have to lead us through friday without much commentary other than they were tough and wish we could have had them later in the day mm-hmm. that sort of thing well i don't know i i kind of like taking on the tough teams right away i, I feel
1: that uh, we do a better job of warming up our guys and getting them ready to go in the morning and and uh um, you know sometimes we can catch teams that just don't do a good job of that and, and uh and uh, win a couple matches, maybe we couldn't. And, and uh, overall, I thought we wrestled well. And, you know, as I said earlier, that uh, I, you know, put the scores together, what I think it'll be, and then try making adjustments from there. And and, uh, yeah, and really, in, in this duel and, and every duel, actually, every single duel this weekend, I think we ended up uh, scoring better or a closer, closer gap than what I predicted going in. So, And part of that too was we did some moving around that, that closed that gap also or, or separated. So um, this one, same thing, we, uh, you know, looking on, <clears throat> excuse me, looking on paper. Uh, I don't know if we'll make it through the show here. I, my voice is,
2: <laughs> uh, it was I'm a long recovering
1: from the weekend. Uh, but uh, if you add it all up, I think we had 11 hours of coaching and it's nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, <clears throat> with uh, Great Ben looking at them, they're number three in Kansas, and they had a kid ranked uh, at every weight class, I believe, uh, except maybe one, from 106 all the way up to 160. And uh, you know, I'm just like, wow, that's just uh-huh. that's just loaded. Um, you know, so it was going to be tough to to win that one, um, you know, and trying to figure out how we could do. And we and we wrestled them straight up. Uh, in that one, and because it didn't look like there's any way to move around to, to help us out, but uh, the fortunate thing we started at 170, where we were probably a little bit stronger and had had an opportunity, and uh, and so to to get a lead on them, and, and that's kind of what happened. We got a good lead on them, and and then when we got to um, you know. Uh, about 106 where they started to get their ranked guys. Uh, we, you had Kale and AJ had some good wins over over their, <coughs> excuse me, over there ranked guys. And, um, you yeah, know, then it started getting tough from there because, you know, and, uh, you know, our guys went out there and wrestled well. But, uh, um, you know, those guys were pretty good. Um, they came back on us. uh And uh, we got down to about the last match, and and we still had a chance to win the thing, uh, but uh, couldn't quite get it done. Uh, But you're looking at, you know, Great Bend and and, uh, how good they were. Uh, You know, one thing, I I looked at comparable scores to others. Well, first of all, Great Bend ended up getting sixth in the tournament, which, you know, two teams out of our pool were, uh, I think, Carney in the fourth, maybe or something like that, and and then Great Ben finished sixth. So, uh, you know, our pool is pretty tough, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we only lost by nine to them. And Hastings and uh, Blair, are two Class B schools that are, uh, you know, Hastings number one in Class B, Blair uh, number three. Uh, you know, both ahead of us in the rankings. Um, they uh, lost to them by 20 and 26 points. So mm-hmm. uh, we we certainly gave them a much better duel than than the other teams. And uh, you know, part of that's going to be matchups. That doesn't mean that we're automatically going to beat those other guys or should be right ahead of them. It was more or less that should give us our guys confidence that they can wrestle with anybody in Class B. And and uh, I think after this weekend too, we sh- you know we're we're probably uh, about one or two guys away from competing with anybody in any class Mm -hmm. you know other than maybe millard south and um you know and and all that takes is a couple of our guys uh to develop and there's a couple guys that are just on 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 the verge of turning a corner i think and and i saw one of them hopefully turn a corner this weekend um but anyhow you know a, a tough duel a tough opponent uh uh, we end up uh, uh, losing to them, but we gave him a pretty good battle that uh, no one else in Class B could do. Um, and they end up uh, finished in second in our bracket, uh, our pool, to Carney, who's, you know, very tough. And uh, But they went, like I said, they went on and won their pool the second day, which is, was a silver pool, and, and finished basically uh, seventh in the tournament.
0: So, after that. And that, we had, looks like Bellevue West. Um, not, I don't know if there's much to say other than uh, kind of rolled through that duel, uh, 72 to 6. So, I don't know. Yeah, um, really, there's not a
1: lot to, to go on there. And They had, uh, you know, our kids wrestled real well, and we were... Uh, a, I'm trying to think what they had, they did have a tough kid, real tough kid, about 126. Um, that's where they got their win. But uh, um, you know, and they had a couple other kids who were, were decent, and, and and we got some wins there too. Uh, so, but anyhow, like, kids wrestled real well, and and uh, once we got on a roll, it was uh, you know no stopping our guys, and and uh, so real pleased to see that. I mean, if you want to be a good team, you got to be able to to Win the matches you should, and and take it to people when you should, and and uh, you know go from there. But um, and then the next duel we had was Lincoln Northeast, and, and somewhat similar. We uh, you know we we were wrestling well from the Bellevue West, and we went right into the next duel. Basically, no break, just jumped right into it, and and uh, kept rolling. So that was good. Um, we really should have scored seventy two, but we end up with seventy one. We kind of had a mental error there, <laughs> and if you're looking and why we had a team score adjustment, uh, you know, one of the guys just uh, uh, ran on the mat with the straps down, pulling them up, and a
2: little too excited. And,
1: uh, yeah, a little too excited, and, and uh, you know, we talk about that quite a bit. And, and uh, as soon as he stepped on the mat, and I, and, and he looked at us and like whoops and the official saw it and it was too late for anything so um anyhow so that's why we had that uh, don't want to misunderstand that somebody was you know freaking out or throwing headgear or doing things they shouldn't have but it's it just a, just a mental error in that situation and uh that'll be t- taken care of the first practice I'm mm-hmm. sure on Friday. Yeah. A few, Andy, a few mental on. errors, and have to come up with some ideas there oh, yeah. to remind him next time. Don't, don't do
0: that. A few guys with, with, uh, mental errors to work out on
2: Friday, at the end of practice. That's all right, good results. Still having mental errors, but uh, got a little bit of work on. But it'll be a little bit of fun to run a little bit.
0: <laughs> so had yeah, to roll through two duels there, then come up against uh, Carney, who's highly rated in Class A I don't remember exactly where they're at but they've been super tough uh, I mean they, they have a long tradition of, be, of being tough and and you know recently uh, they're definitely on the upswing you know over the last three or four years especially um, I think it looks like they're rated number six in Class A for duels um, so yeah tell us a little bit about that
1: well, yeah, I mean they, they're very tough, and and um, you know, looking at Carney, uh, what some of their results, uh, uh, and and I didn't go through all of them, but I saw how they wrestled Millard South and wrestled them, you know, respectable, and probably gave them their toughest uh, duel of the tournament. Um, you know, and Millard South is a nationally ranked team, and and time you can compete with a nationally ranked team, you're pretty good, and and uh, you know, so carney obviously re, uh wrestled them tough and, and and uh we wrestled respectable against carney so uh it's like i say we're we're just you know a couple guys away from um you know be able to compete with anybody in the state and and that was the case here i mean you take two matches and turn them around we win the duel uh so uh, you know real, real proud of our guys and how they finished there and um you know uh I guess going down trying to look through what some of the highlights were in there uh probably the big match of the day was aj against archer helen uh yes you know, helen's a you know older kid i mean he's, I mean, he's a sophomore and, and uh um, and archer actually uh pinned uh caleb coyle from millard south who's a two-time state runner-up
2: that was um, a big result yeah
1: yeah so he, you know helen's he's he's very very tough and and uh, AJ wrestled him uh, well. I end up being nine-two. Uh, you know, unfortunate to get the loss. But uh, uh, you know, and AJ's only been in the high school level for uh, a couple months now, and and has been in it for over a year. And so, um, you know, that's that's where advantage of an older uh, athlete has over you know freshman coming in. But uh, uh, we hope to close that gap over the next year or so, and. Maybe someday when we we'll match up with him again, maybe we can get the win that time. But mm-hmm. um, anyhow, you know, it was. We started off the first match uh, with Garrett, and Garrett gets the pin. And, um, you know, that's a, always a great way to start. And then kind of back and forth a little bit. Then Carney got a couple matches that win. And then we get a match back with Matthew Coe getting a nice win. Um, and then, um, you know, Carney coming in with their studs, getting their wins, and Connor Breck goes out there and gets another pin, and so, uh, and, and then Luke McDonald uh, getting a pin, but uh, we ended up uh, losing that one, 46-30, but uh, you know, respectable results, and got a lot of compliments from the Carney coaches, so uh, that was nice. I mean, I I guess I didn't feel that uh, we pushed him that as hard as I'd like to have, but uh, they, they thought it was, and so, uh, but looking back after and seeing what I guess what Carney did with Miller South and some other teams and their history and, uh, you know, the score differential was, uh, you know, not – I mean, that was only two matches.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: yep. so. Yeah, and looking at the results as well, it looks like the guys did a good job of getting the bonus points in the situations that um, they were in matches and in matches where – they were close to being at that major decision level. They did a good job of getting it underneath of that extra point. So, team score-wise, that helps. Every little bit helps.
0: Yeah, we talked, I think, a lot about or just had a lot of situations where guys were getting bonus and, and trying to stay under, getting bonused, and stuff like that. And I think that's kind of paid off um, already throughout the season. Um, we haven't had any results that like we win by one or something like that, but – it, it's making differences guys are are you know understand when we ask them to you know you know, move around or or go for pins or you know do something a little bit different than the norm that they're you know just going out instead of just going out there wrestling asking them to tweak things to try to you know or you know if it's late in the match trying to get that last takedown to get a bonus something like that so i think that'll that may pay off uh more obviously in some duels you know Throughout the season, if we get in tight situations, but um. yeah, and I think
1: uh, you know, our emphasis on that, and, and also the kids too, the way they wrestling, I, I like that they they never quit, no matter what the score is, and um, you know, and that's you know that's something that uh, is important, and we we uh, stress, uh, you know, never give up, never quit. No, you know, you, in wrestling, you never know what happens. Um, you could be ahead by fourteen and get pinned, and and so you never quit wrestling whether you're winning or losing and and uh, uh, you know especially in bonus point situation uh, you know save those points you never know when one point will make a difference in in, in, the, in the match
0: yep so uh, day 1 of the fracas we end up third in our pool in pool B um, so that put us in the bronze or they call it the 11th through 15th place pool for Saturday um, had to buy the last round so uh, guys, gotta head to the hotel early and relax a little bit more than normal, I guess. <clears throat> and then uh, kicked it off on on Saturday with uh, another out of state team, Cheyenne East, who's rated pretty high in Wyoming. Um, and you with know, their number three and five A. Which is their biggest uh,
2: school division there? So yeah, that's yep, their number three. Yeah,
0: we knew that was gonna be a tough duel and and a close duel. And uh, I guess uh, go ahead and break that down. Probably I think that's our that was our closest duel. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and and really one of the lower scoring duels out of all, uh, you know, thirty six thirty one that ended up being and and, uh, and here we did a little jockey into you know because I looked at that and I thought you know they're you know, my initial uh, scouting was that they're gonna they're gonna beat us by uh, you know a few points, um, but not too much. But if we could move some guys around, I thought we'd have a, a better chance. And and uh, so that's that's what we did here. We we moved a couple guys around, and um, you know, and uh, both Kale and AJ moved up against uh, ranked opponents. Uh, you know, AJ's was probably a, a little risk. Uh, because that kid was ranked fifth in in Wyoming in their largest class, like you said, and and uh, um, and and really, Kale's was was also somewhat of a risk. That guy's ranked number two, um, you know, over in Wyoming, and and uh, that guy doesn't know Kale, so um he doesn't have any reputation that to be afraid of Mm -hmm. No fear. and he was he came out and he took kale down right away yes
2: he did so uh, i think that just upset Kale a little bit and (coughs) got him rolling and once he got rolling he's tough to stop
1: yeah i think it kind of surprised kale a little bit and uh but uh you're right he he picked it up then and 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 you know it still was a little bit battle for a while but once kale got on top it was it was lights out and he Uh, he pinned him in the second period then but uh, yes certainly uh, you could tell that guy the way he was on his feet that he's worthy of his ranking and and uh, but uh, yeah those those are things you you take a little risk on sometimes to get some points and end up paying off uh, for us because I think we scored better that way than if we would have left it uh, straight up and um, you know and and so that helped us there and and really this was a, a Tough, tough duel, tough uh, battle. I I felt in, in some situations that, um, you know, they and, and I thought our kids did real well in that. Um, you know, we go down Matthew Cope, probably his best win of his career, in my opinion. Uh, you know, we moved Matt, we also moved Matthew Cope up, thinking that would give us a better chance, mm-hmm. uh, moving up, and and that that paid off, and for a while, wasn't sure that would because. Yeah, that kid came out on fire and took Matthew down, and it's like, whoa. This...
2: And, well, he was a he was a good wrestler, ranked, uh, at, I believe, at uh, 132 in Wyoming. Um, and he, uh, as they have two guys at 132, he moved up. So they were both at 132. Matthew Coe did a very good job after giving up an early takedown, just wrestling hard through the entire match. And, and that was a theme that we saw in a lot of matches in that duel.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, he was uh, down, and and uh you know and i don't know if he got an escape or chose neutral what it was but uh ended up getting a takedown and then put him in the situation got uh, uh some back points out of it too and and uh, you know a good transition into a turk and and uh you know scoring back points and got him a good lead that um he, and he ended up winning six to three and and as you said that kid's ranked in their largest class there in wyoming and uh, so uh you know certainly a great win and and uh, I know Matthews had some close matches with guys that uh, uh, you know are in the rankings or are considered for rankings. And, and uh, you know, I'm not saying Matthew belongs there yet, but uh, the, the way he's wrestling right now and, and uh, gaining more and more confidence, and, and with that win, I, I mean that's that's a guy that uh, people have to start looking at. Okay, is this guy uh, you know worthy of being rated here? you know, soon if, if he keeps going like this. So, mm-hmm. um, anyhow, good, very good win there. Uh, then Robert came up. and <laughs> Oh, and, Robert's uh, match. Yeah, wow. that
2: was yeah. a wild, wild match, you know. <laughs> spotted the guy five <laughs> points early and then spotted him again five points again yeah. later.
1: <laughs> yeah, he got Robert got down, taken down, and put on his back right away. And um, then he fought back and fought back. And like you said, he tied it up. And then, then all of a sudden, you know, took a shot. Left his arm a little high and got whipped over, and and uh, that's a, that's a five point move, and mm-hmm. now down by five. And you think, man, this is <laughs> we just got back. It's and,
2: tough to come back <laughs> twice in the same match, but
1: right. So really proud of Robert for for uh, you know never quitting, uh, and he didn't quit and he kept fighting and came back and uh, ended up uh, beating that kid by two points. And, and yeah, uh,
2: that match, that swing right there was the difference in the team score.
0: Yeah, they were, they were tied going into the third after Robert came back twice. And uh, the kid chose neutral. I mean, he was probably thinking, man, I've taken this kid down to his back. And his coaches are thinking, we've taken him down to his back twice. You know, we're going to do it again. We've just been getting, you know, Robert got reversals on him and no takedowns. But uh, Robert came out in that third period and not too long into it and got a takedown. And then basically just rode and almost turned him a couple of times and the kid even got called stalling late in the third so good job of kind of getting where the guy was you know more dominant to start the match and, and taking taking advantage of it in that third period yep so uh yeah 14 to 12 a high score
1: match and and a good win for robert there um uh, you know and, and colby picked up a hard fought win and um, you know that you know every win is important in this duel obviously because um, you know that's only one match difference if you know, five points is you know as if just a decision by the way that's um, you know a six point swing <coughs> so anyhow a good win there um, you know then they had a couple real tough matches in there that we we uh, uh, we're in some battles. Uh, you know, Luke McDonald ended up losing three to two. That was his only loss of the for the weekend. And and uh, I really felt that he had he could win that match. Um, you know, just some things we need to work on him. He's he's just a sophomore. Um, you know, physically, you know, he he's got a lot of athletic talent. Um, you know, there's 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 a lot of little things, uh, and I know. And you mentioned that too, you, you see that too. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I tell Luke all the time you need you know, uh, you know, keep working on his technique and I did see him doing a better job. He of, did do a
2: better job trying as he moved to move forward up. through the day.
1: But uh, I mean you still got gotta work on it, but uh, you know, that's good to see he's making progress. It just doesn't happen overnight, especially when he have been wrestling as long as Luke has and and uh, you know, and, and, and through youth and, and all that up through middle school he could just beat guys because they're only a year... Uh, they're his same age. They're not mm-hmm. three,
2: four years older than him. And the maturity over those years makes a big difference. Right. Especially he, at that weight class.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and he would just beat them because he was as physically better and he got away with a lot of stuff that uh, maybe wasn't the best technique, but it worked. And and uh, in fact, I think his nickname back uh, for a while there with one of the clubs he was with was Junkyard Dog because uh, he would beat people with you know a lot a lot of a lot of junk or you know mainly just He likes to roll around that's just brawling yeah you know it's the best way to put it he's just a brawler and i don't want him to lose that part but i want to i I, I want him to you know work on his technique better because that's the difference between being a state medalist and a state champion probably some days is is that technique but anyhow. that wasn't a terrible loss. That kid was ranked number two in, in Wyoming, and he took and, third last year at state in Wyoming. So yeah, you know, obviously very good wrestler, and and, and I felt Luke uh, had an opportunity to win that several times. Just just some things to fix, and mm-hmm.
2: he and, was very and, close on quite a few takedowns. Right, just uh, clean up a little technique, finish a little bit better, and, and that match is his.
1: Yeah. So, not so bad there, but uh, obviously not the win, and we want to win. Um, and then we came back and, and, uh, ended up finishing winning the duel 36, 31. Uh, you know, Garrett comes back, it's a pin that helps, uh, put us, uh, to where we're going to win the duel. And, and so we end up winning the duel 36, 31 over a very good, very tough, uh, East team. And, um, yes. you know, they've traditionally been tough. We, we've never wrestled them at the fracas yet, but we've, we've seen them there and i know they finished high there and and uh um you know they certainly were tough
0: yep so uh after that first round uh, had a bye the second round so guys gotta relax a little bit and watch some wrestling and then we uh came back to to wrestle lincoln southwest on that same mat and lincoln southwest i feel is traditional like in especially in the last five years or Ten years, you know, we see them here and there, and they've always given us real good fits. It seems like, yeah, they're they're a well coached team and pretty solid. Um, their head coach
1: used to be at scut back in their glory days for a while, and and so uh, uh, you know he knows what winning programs are like, and and, and does a good job there. Is they're probably if you look at the Lincoln schools or you know you got Lincoln East, who's, who's uh, you know. To, you know lately has been winning the most and um uh, and, and probably the elite number one team out of lincoln but uh lincoln southwest i'd say would be uh, definitely number two team out of, out of lincoln and it always has a, a good quality team and so you know going into it i thought we had a reasonable chance of winning but uh you know a couple things go wrong uh, uh we're not um so um we did some a little bit of mover in there too not quite as much but uh, uh, we did made some adjustments and and uh, I think that helped us um, but fortunately we won by more than enough that we probably didn't have to in the end but you just don't know <laughs> yep. uh, until it's too late but it started off not looking so good um, yeah, it was kind of back and forth there to start yeah and, and, and really more in their favor and actually halfway through the duel they had uh, you know they had won uh, five matches and, and and we only won two, uh, so um, you know it was kind of getting a little nervous there and there's a couple calls not going our way and and uh, you know and things not happening like you know, it was kind of one of those things where you're like, what's going on here? And uh, You know it's not that the kids were wrestling bad it just uh, you know maybe clean up on our technique. Um, Mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that in a couple of places. But uh, uh, so anyhow, that was getting kind of nervous at that point. Uh, but uh, then once we got to about 170, that was, uh, um, you know, just there were six matches left. And we won every match from there on out to, to pull away then and take the lead and pull away from them. So uh, and made, it made us nervous uh, to start with, but uh, we pulled away on that one. And, and really, kind of the, the highlight. You know, if you're looking at any match that uh, was a big match, um, that would be AJ's match against a McLaughlin from Southwest. Uh, um, you know, that kid's ranked in, in some of the polls, and, and a, you know, good solid wrestler. So, uh, AJ to get a, a win was is you know really shows that he he belongs in the rankings uh, too, even though that's Class A rankings. Uh, you know, if, if you can be somebody in any, in any of the rankings, whether it's Class A, B, or whatever, um, you're, you're a guy that you're worthy of, of being considered. So, um, you know, it was an overtime win, but I thought that A.J. really kind of dominated that for the most part. Um, you know, he got the takedown right away and rode him out. And, and, uh, and then uh, second period, we chose down thinking that, you know, A.J. is pretty good about not getting turned.
2: Well, McLaughlin's and, pretty good on top. And apparently, McLaughlin's pretty good <laughs> on
1: top. Yes, and we found that out. But it, it was a situation where it looked like AJ was about ready to score and get out, and then they came back, and they, McLaughlin was able to get him back down on the mat and got the leg in, and all of a sudden he got a two count, and mm-hmm. uh, now it's tied up, and like, oh, we're in a we're in a fight here because you know it's their choice in the third period, and, mm-hmm. and uh, they chose down and. And A.J. did a nice job of riding him out and and uh, then getting the takedown in overtime. But so outside the second period where it was, you know, I would say I really thought A.J. was a better wrestler overall. And and uh, uh, but uh, anyhow, great win for, for A.J. in, in there and, and a good solid win for the team, too. I mean, Lincoln Southwest is going to they're going to win a lot of duels and they're going to. Uh, you know, being a Class A team like we talked about earlier, they're going to give us, they're going to help us out a lot mm-hmm. in points when we talk about uh, state qualifying, and hopefully enough that uh, get us to the state duels number one, and then then a decent uh,
0: seed when we get there. Yep. After that, uh, we had a familiar foe in Beatrice. We've been seeing them a lot to start the year, and we'll see them a lot throughout the year later too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the duel to start the year, I think it was 40 to 30 that yep. we won. Um, so we knew, it, you know, a good chance of being a real tough duel again. Um, did hear that I think there was talk that one of their athletes was out, but then he wasn't, and maybe it was the wrong one. And so, but obviously they had enough guys to fill in for him. And so I'm a little bit, I think we did a little bit more moving this time than last time. Yeah, well, if you know, they did have one guy
1: um, that uh, you're talking about, that's out. Yes, he, he was out. His brother was playing in an NAIA national championship football game, but uh, in, in the end, that did make a difference because um, that was uh, at 170, and and uh, uh, Logan lost to that kid at at uh, um, Boys Town four to one, and lost here six to one to you know his his backup, which is a quality opponent and and yeah, a quality individual himself so um you know i don't think it really made a difference in the end in the duel but no. uh, uh uh you know the main thing is uh, we got an opportunity to see him the last two weeks um and we won't see him until districts but uh uh and in districts and states so uh you know for a team that's that far away it's kind of surprising to see him that often but you know, nothing you can do about the, at the fray, I guess It's just one of those lucky things where he, there's 25 teams and we happen to run into them. Uh, and that's because they're a quality team and, and uh, they end up in the same pool as us after the second day. And, and uh, you know, they beat some good teams, too. But, uh, uh, yeah, being familiar with them the last two weeks, that gave us an opportunity to, to look, take a look. And, you know, I'm going in the dual Saying you know, I this is not a gimme. No, um, it's not.
2: We, one result flipping last time, it could have been a totally different
1: outcome. Right, exactly. It's just one match could change it. So, um, we we since we are familiar with them now, and and uh, um, so we made some adjustments to our lineup to maximize our points, and and uh, turned out uh, to work out real well for us. Um, you know, and and uh, we ended up winning fifty four to eighteen. Uh, so uh, a big spread there, and, um, you know. As far as any, uh, I looked through, see if there's any big matches. Uh, uh, you know, we had, you know we had a big match at 45. That was you know Robert end up losing that one. I think he he gave that kid most of his points. That uh, uh, just some things we we need to fix. And I think Robert can compete with him and and maybe even beat him and. And that kid's a solid kid. I, I saw him rated, I think, highest two or three in the state. Um, but I, I think he's rated in every poll out there, so he's quality opponent, uh, and Robert's right there with him. Yeah, Robert,
2: I believe, uh, gave up five points earlier in that match as well. A common thing yeah. that he did this weekend. But uh, that one, uh, the spread was a little bit tough and a tougher opponent. He just couldn't quite come back from it. But uh, after giving up that five, it was a it was a very close match other than that one move he gave up. Yes, and, you and, uh, yeah,
1: that's something that we got to work on with Robert, not to, to give those up. He, he does do that once in a while, give up points, and, and he – and then he comes back. I mean, the great thing is he can come back. I mean, mm-hmm. he shows a lot of heart. He doesn't quit. And so, you know, I, I really like that that uh, that attitude that he doesn't quit uh, or get frustrated. Um, but gee, let's let's not give up the points. Yeah. got <laughs> <You laughs> so a
0: hold to start the mat.
1: I'm pretty Every sure match. Pretty sure that's where <laughs> half your voice went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, there's a lot of places that went. Trust me. But anyhow, um, so that was a big match. Uh, then colby had another big match they split early in the year uh you know the you know co from beatrice beat colby in the duel um yeah you know, by pin actually when uh you know and i thought that was one that colby could have won and mm-hmm. got and extended and got uh, yeah i got ex- out, extended out of position and got caught in a bad situation and pinned but uh colby ended up getting a revenge match at at boys town so uh now this became a huge match for district seeding because Mm -hmm. they both beat each other the guy who wins the most has is going to be ahead yep and uh so uh, that was important not just for the duel but also later on uh, at district seeding. um and kobe was able to get the win and and uh, got a little too excited at the end and unfortunately that's now, where there's a
2: little pushing on both ends I think
1: well yeah um, but that's where we lost a point he got up he was pretty happy and clapped and and normally guys clap if you you know if you're happy there as long as you don't do it directed at the individual and kind of what I guess for those who weren't there um, you know Colby was winning and the guy got mad and frustrated and he was on the bottom and and there's probably five seconds left or so, and Colby wasn't going to move, and that's a smart thing to do. Because mm-hmm. a guy wants to try doing something to, you know, get, get – I mean, he has to get four points somehow, and that, and that's almost impossible when the guy's in bottom uh, with that much time left. So he's got to come out front and do some kind of roll or throw, you know, a twist or something to, to score big, and Colby was having no part of that. That was a smart thing. And mm-hmm. he got mad, and he got up, and he was shoving Colby hard in the back of the head and into the mat, and – And, uh, um, you know, so obviously that – some temper's going there, but Colby didn't come up, do anything bad in other way other than clapping uh, and obviously looking at the guy, and that was considered taunting, and and I agree with that. Um, I did have a conversation with the official about it uh, right after that. Um, You know, I expressed my thoughts about about it in the nicest way I could, and and I think it was a nice way because – uh in our discussion I, I you know, I said that it was uh, I agree with this call, but i i I think it was the result of uh that action at the end that should have been considered unsportsmanlike. and and if he would have stopped it at that point, it would have not occurred and he he agreed and he felt he says he made a mistake, he admitted it and he apologized you know, so, and so I appreciate that at least on of the official that he he recognized that uh, uh, he shouldn't have he should have stopped it. Uh, at that point, that kid was, uh, you know, shoving Colby in the back of head. I mean, we, that was that was totally unsportsmanlike and, and should have been stopped immediately. And and uh, but that's no excuse. Uh, we still got to control our emotions and
2: uh, and and stuff like that. And um, I'm sure yeah. we can come up with an appropriate way to work it out of the system. I got some ideas, so uh,
1: <laughs> we'll we'll see if. Uh, He wants to clap again after a match, uh, after a a Friday. But anyhow, so um, a good win there,
0: an important win. See if he wants to clap aggressively. More than happy to clap, but a little too aggressive clapping, I guess. (laughs) And and not
1: stare at the guy in the face and and clap at him. So uh, anyhow, uh, um, yeah, uh, you know, that's... And we laugh, but it's not re- that's not appropriate, and that's not what we want to be as a team either. So, uh, we will take care of that. Um, you know, Connor had a had a good match, got a pin. And the guy looked like he was, you know, he got the takedown, and it was going to be a tough match. And I believe Connor also beat him at Boys Town, if I remember right. Uh, and he wasn't in the duel, uh, you know. So that was one of the varsity guys that they had out at our duel, but got back here. So. Uh, I mean, you look at that, they, they did get somebody else in our lineup that, um, you know, that could have made our duel even closer before, but, uh, so good win for, for Connor there. Um, Connor does a nice job of, uh, you know, and taking advantage of situations when they're there and a the kid hung his head too much and he sucked him under and pinned him. And, and, uh, I seen Connor do that a time or two. So, uh, good mat awareness and, and, uh, you know, Connor's just a sophomore, and he's got a lot of a lot of good tools and a lot of you know mat awareness, I guess. Um, there's some work on technique.
2: Yeah, but um, the nice thing about Connor is, after matches when he has uh, different things that we need to work on, he's he's very uh, open to criticism, and he's he's a coachable young man, and and I, I think that's gonna pay off big for him moving forward.
1: Oh yeah, I agree, and, and I wouldn't say criticism is not the it wouldn't be the best appropriate. Well, word to, you know,
2: he,
1: you know, coaching advice. Yes,
2: coaching advice. You know,
1: and, and right, he does. He listens well. He doesn't practice too, and um, you know, there's times that he could probably practice a little bit better. Uh, but I could mention probably half a dozen names too on our team or mm-hmm. that way, and, and a lot of them are underclassmen. Uh, it's just you know sometimes younger kids need to learn how to practice, and and he's first year in our program so uh you know but uh but I mean uh, he's not terrible I'm not saying that but uh, oh, but it's just a better in, terrible in the practice room he, he's just a few things we need to work on to do better and, and mm-hmm. there's others just like that too but yeah, yeah very very excited to have him and mm-hmm. and the potential that he has um, I think we've talked about as coaches that that uh, uh you know uh, he has a high ceiling and uh, so we have a lot of high hopes for him also just being a sophomore too um then we i guess we're going through here uh, you know logan had a tough match he's he dealt with a little bit of an injury that happened uh, on uh fridays you know nothing major but it is something that's that is irritating and, and, and it can uh affect your wrestling to some degree uh, i was You know real proud of how he battled through that and and gave every effort he could and uh you know he ended up losing that match but I thought there you know there there may have been some opportunities for him to score if he could and 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 maybe the injury had part of that uh but uh um so anyhow uh you know he didn't uh he, he didn't win that one but we had Luke come back and and uh and Luke wrestled this kid, this Dakota Adams, who was a state qualifier last year. wrestling at Boys Town, and I believe that was a six to five match. And and that kid, uh, you know, is strong and and uh, um, you know a good sized kid and doesn't doesn't make a lot of mistakes and doesn't do a lot. So it's hard to score on him, and and you know and, and he keeps the matches close. So it's real good to see uh, uh, Luke get in there and. and uh, um, end up getting a pin on him and and so uh, you know they, you know the, a strong kid that doesn't uh, you know really do make a lot of mistakes is, is tough to pin and, and Luke got that so that was good And, and then Hunter Thompson, um, I think this is the first match that I you know I started seeing him start showing signs that hey you know there's you know maybe things are starting to click. Uh, he got a good win, 10 to one win over. Uh, you know major decision over his opponent and and uh, so that that's good for hunter and and uh, um, you know some good things that hopefully we can see down the road and you know, always felt hunter has athletic ability uh, you know there's there's some technique we need to work on and and practice habits would help that um, you know and and uh, uh, I think hunter has a as a good future if we can get that and I, I saw a little bit of that in his last couple matches so uh you know towards the end of the tournament that uh, some improvements in, in his wrestling um uh, I mean obviously he's still got a long ways to go but uh you know, Hunter's one of those guys that uh, uh, never wrestled until middle school and gave it a try and in middle school wrestling is is uh you know a great introduction to the sport and very important for our program to have but uh, as far as wrestling skills, it, you know, there's just not enough time in during the eight week period uh, to develop wrestling skills that uh, can make you competitive at a high school level yet. And, and but it, like I said, it's it's great introduction, gives us an opportunity to to see kids and see some potential and and get them into our sport and and, uh, um, and we do get a lot of kids that way and and so it's it's huge for our program and Hunter's one of those guys and. So, anyhow, being that at an upper weight, um, you know, it's uh, sometimes it's a little bit of a struggle for Hunter, but uh, um, I think uh, we can see some big things down the road. And I'm hoping that what I saw towards the end of the tournament is, is just the beginning of, of uh, a lot of those good things. And this match was one of those because um, the kid wasn't a terrible kid, and he made your decision in 10 to 1 and, and really looked good doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got uh, Garrett and, and Jake coming out getting some pins mm-hmm. and and uh, we pretty much we pinned all the way to the end and and uh, and then we then we put Luke Woods out there and, and <laughs> poor Luke poor Luke yeah I mean he's got Haynes from Central it uh, was you know highly rated in class A and you got Drew Arnold he wrestled him three times in just a little over two weeks and you know I said Luke I'm sorry to do this you know this is for the team and and he was so nice about it, he said third time's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately,
0: so, it wasn't. I mean, well, but. He
2: went out there with a good attitude and went for some moves. And you Yeah, know, he I,
0: went for that, hot, that uh, super duck
2: yes, and he almost did, right got away. it. <laughs> and, yeah, it surprised Drew and, and kind of took him back a little bit. So Drew was a little bit more cautious with his position and kind of slowed him down for a couple seconds at least. Um, and it, you could actually see Drew in that match you Know, had a smile on his face too after it, and he came back and went for a super duck of his own. And yeah, he didn't get it. He, <laughs> yeah, he's giving it everything he's got, and you got to respect that in a young man. Well, I yep.
0: know a lot of the, the team liked it a lot, the crowd liked it a lot when Luke went for that super duck. And mm-hmm. even though he didn't get it, it was, it well, was he, pretty he exciting. A, he yeah, he got, in got a close, leg, so
1: <clears throat> he wasn't far away. But you know, we we <clears throat> excuse me, we tend to forget that we're having fun out there, wrestling is supposed to be fun too you know and and Luke went out there he knew it was it was a tough match um and he went out there and had fun with it and and, uh tried to get something and and I you know so anyhow real real proud of him for how he handled the situation you know some kids would just just when I would tell them something like that that hey you're going out there again um you know they would just hang their head and, and and be upset or whatever and go out there and roll over but Luke didn't he went out there and and uh tried something and almost got it and and uh I, I think luke has a great future with us with his work ethic and his attitude so uh good to see that and and you know and, and while i'm mentioning that too about about luke going out there and taking, you know getting taken one for the team we had a few other guys that uh in that situation um you know that uh, uh got thrown to the wolves and kind of in a way when we were trying to make adjustments for our team to help our team out, and, and this is part of part of wrestling duels, um, you know, it, it's so much a team sport. Um, you know, everybody talks about wrestling just individual, but but uh, when you talk about duels, it's it's a team sport, you know. And and uh, you got guys that have to go out there sometimes in tough situations, and and uh, you know, and in like Luke's case, and and. Uh, You know, Walker had the same type of thing where he had to go out there, and and in fact, in the same duel, uh, he had to go out there against Trevor Ranky, who's who's a state medalist, and and uh, you know we felt that we had a better chance of moving Matthew up, and um, you know because you know their kid uh, pinned Blaine earlier in the year, and and we thought that uh, we had a better chance with Matthew against him, and it ended up turning out working for us, and so uh, you know 100. I mean, Walker was was in a similar situation, and um, you know we did that with the, uh, other kids, and we'll talk maybe talk about some of them later. But uh, um, really appreciative of those guys going out there for the team and taking it for the team. And uh, I mean I feel bad putting them in those situations, but you know it's what we got to do to win.
2: And, mm-hmm. uh, and then every duel counts now with the new formula for state. So right, <laughs> and, and
1: all those guys are young kids, and they and I, I think they're all going to be. Uh, uh, great for our team someday i, I think they all have the potential and um, you got to start somewhere and, and sometimes you, you're that guy matthew Coe is kind of yeah. that way you know we maybe when we talk about individuals more later we'll we'll mention that but you know, i guess uh we can move on from beatrice kind of went in a lot of detail on that
0: one <laughs> yeah didn't expect but. for uh for a big fifty-four to eighteen win and go into such detail, but eh, that happens sometimes on the show. So, but after that, we had a uh, Norfolk who's uh, Class A and and just kind of tough top to bottom throughout their lineup. You know, they don't have, you know, I, I guess I'd just say they're they were just solid across their lineup. Not mm-hmm. not a lot of dips in quality. So. Um, it, Going to be a tough duel uh, regardless. And, and they
2: were a good, uh, well-coached team, too. Their, uh, their wrestlers did a good job of um, not giving up bonus points in a lot of situations where we had um, uh, wrestlers who were, you know, had been getting bonus points throughout the day. Um, they came out and kind of shut that down, slowed us down a little bit. Um, but uh, nothing against our guys, but they did a good job at Norfolk to uh, keep the scores a little bit tighter than we would have liked.
0: Yeah, we got i guess if you want to dive in but it seemed like kind of like uh um earlier in the day we got down a bit in that duel we were, were falling behind and had to battle back yeah um
1: you know i had already scouted them out and looked at it on paper and it it didn't look good for us um and where we were starting to they were pretty strong and so um i i knew it was going to be tough and and you know and that doesn't help and when uh uh, we started at their strength and and you know we started getting beat and all of a sudden you know it, it's teams get on a roll and and uh uh again it goes back to you know it's not just an individual sport when your teammates are doing well <clears throat> like we did against Great Bend to start with uh you kind of get on a roll but uh here's kind of the opposite we we started at their strength and and uh um you know, it, we got down quite a bit actually. I think it was thirty to three or at one point, and and uh, and we battled back and and made it respectable in the end. And um, you know, in, in all honesty, you know what uh, the score that I had us, uh, and I don't have that with me. I guess maybe I should have brought it. The kind of, uh, guy I had them beating us by more than that. So uh, you know, ultimately we uh, we did close the gap from what it looked like, but uh, not not enough to to get the win and and, uh, and you know one thing about Norfolk that surprised me is is they're not rated in the dual teams in Class A. I, I think they will be after this. Um, going into the tournament, they were 11 and 0 in duels. Um, you know, so they're a solid team, and, and they beat some ranked dual teams. I mean, there's uh, Papillon la Vista South. Uh, going into the tournament, uh, you know they're they're highly ranked in Class A in the duels, and, and they beat some good teams out there. And I think they beat Blair pretty good uh, earlier in the year. So I was like, wow, this, you know, Papillion, the Vista South. And when we were looking at the pools, potentially working out for the second day, I thought Papillion, the Vista South might be in our pool, uh, ended up Norfolk had beaten them. So, uh, you know, they beat a solid team that, you know, class A team is ranked. So I, I expect to see Norfolk up there in the rankings real soon. And, and, uh, you know, looking them on paper and then wrestle them. Uh, they're certainly worthy of it. And, um, you know, and, and unfortunately, like I said, it was a difficult position to start. And, and uh, we, you know, on the last day after seven duels, guys are kind of uh, it, – it's a marathon out there. It really uh, is, man. Uh, you know, and, and I talked about that earlier today. you got to be mentally tough that, uh, you know, after two days of wrestling, tough, tough competition, match after match um, with almost no break, um, you know, it, it becomes who's mentally toughest, um, I'm not, I'm not saying Norfolk is, um, I'm just, it's tougher than our guys mentally, but, uh, um, you know, I, you could see when, when they started getting on a roll that, that our guys are kind of starting to get deflated and, and, uh, um, you know, and, and they the guys that beat us were good guys. There's nothing wrong. I mean, uh, we didn't lose to anybody that we should have beaten if you look at it on paper, um. You know, did we lose some matches that we were in uh, in a battle and had opportunities to win? Yeah, but uh, uh, you know, looking at records and looking at results, past results that uh, you know we we probably lo- uh, lost the match. You know, the matches we lost, we should have lost. Um, you know, but uh, anyhow, we it got got rough for a while, and Luke McDonald got a good win, um, got a pin, and and kind of got things turned around and. And uh, um, you know we're able to score some points at the end to close the gap, but uh, uh, we were just too far down. I mean, we're, one time we were looking at it, thinking that, hey, you know, I mean, it's going to be tough, but we can pin out, and we got some good guys coming up. Um, you know, we 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 did move some guys around at the lower weights. Uh, we got the opportunity to put Conor Ratonya in there to get a, a live match, and and because uh, uh, we felt that we could. Put him in; he would he can get a good win there. And Kale, I thought he'd go up; he'd get a win, and and AJ could get a win uh, at twenty. Their twenty pounder is pretty solid, and um, you know, and and Hunter Anderson. Um, obviously, he's he's came a long ways, uh, and doing great for us this year. But you know, in the practice room, AJ wins that one right now. So I uh, felt that that was a, a gave us a better chance because um, their kid was was a quality opponent there. Um, I think uh, Hunter could have won it. I don't know if he could have got the pin, and that was kind of the difference. Okay, are we going to get a pin, or are we going to get a, a win? Um, you know, a win is – I was thinking Hunter could win, get a and by decision get a three-point win, or, or we can go with A.J. And, and, and A.J.'s a pinner, too. He's not just – I mean, he's good. He's also a pinner. So I felt that we could get the pin there, and, and we did, but um, – their last guy was just too good. I mean, it was, um, uh, you know, we knew that it was going to be difficult. We needed to be ahead by, by more before that last match. But anyhow, they, they battled. Uh, you know, it was, I think, kind of deflating mentally for a bit. But I, I, like I said, I don't think we uh, lost any matches we should have won. Um, you know, on paper, looking at before, but it's not wrestled on paper. And we were in some of those matches and, and I think if we wrestle a little bit better, we might have got some those wins and and maybe upsets. But so that was the last duel, and uh, we were just about the last people in the building. Yeah, in fact, I was one. Had to go back to get some stuff, and there was nobody left in the building other than people cleaning up. Yeah. I was afraid they were going to ask me
0: to help clean up. <laughs> so, so we took second in our bronze pool, I guess call it, and which meant twelfth overall in the tournament. Um, one of the toughest, probably the toughest dual tournament in Nebraska and one of the toughest overall, you know, in-season tournaments in the state. So pretty respectable finish considering we're going up against all sorts of class A
2: and highly rated class B schools and just across the board. Yeah. And also based on some of the results that we saw between teams like Great Bend and Kearney against the teams that they had in their pools, I, I felt that as a team, uh, even though we may have finished 12th, we would be right up there in, in very competitive duels with almost any one of those teams that were ahead of us.
1: Yeah, there's some teams in that final pool I think we could have competed maybe even and had a chance to win. And We saw Columbus earlier in the year, and they're certainly a great team, but I thought if we wrestled them, we would have a shot. Um, I don't know if we'd win, but I think we'd have a shot. Um you know and, and then seeing the comparable results I would say yeah I, I think we would have a shot and, uh, and we saw them at our tournament so we could probably go through that lineup and say come up with what we think but uh, uh, you know that doesn't really matter at this point but the point of the how uh, you know the difference between some of the top teams and and even the teams below us in the pool below us um, I think it was like the, the 16th through 20th Bracket, they call it or whatever. I don't know what, they, but uh, um, that's where you had Papillion-La Vista South, a very strong team. They're ranked like I don't know, seventh or eighth in Class A and mm-hmm. duels, and uh, you know they had to drop all the way down there. And so um, you take a look at, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of parity and and, and uh, there's a lot of quality in in that tournament, especially in the top top twenty teams. Were just, I mean, you could finish. 20th and and or on a different day you might come back and you might finish 6th. Uh it, it's just that close and and uh but uh you know and I've heard some people talk this is some, you know, some of the best wrestling they've seen and and stuff like that overall. So um you know there's no shame in in finishing 12th. I mean, I we've done we finished 4th there twice and in and there's been a lot of quality then too, but uh um so it almost feels like he, when you start talking 12 you're like oh, wow but you see what's out there and, and uh um you know and I think there were some posts I saw were Blair uh this is their highest finish ever well they're state dual champions last year and I think they finished uh around 11th or 12th last year so um maybe that 12th mark is a a good omen Yeah. uh <laughs> Uh, you know who this is going to be a state dual champions now. But, uh, Heard
2: it here first. But, you know, <laughs> and, yeah, and
1: looking at that, you know, certainly, uh, um, you know, I'm not disappointed in any way. I, going into it, I felt uh, if we come out five and three, I think that would be good. Uh, anything better would be great. Um, anything less probably wouldn't be so good. Um, but I also know that there's some darn good teams with four and four out there um you know so uh yeah it's 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 a tough tournament and and everything and and, um one other interesting stat i i discovered today while i was doing my uh stats and all that stuff getting that all taken care of and i just peeking around at the at the uh tournament and one thing interesting i came up with uh there's a statistic to on track wrestling The most pins in the least amount of time. um, Guess who's number one? The the Badgers. The Badgers, Badgers, yep. We had 51 pins. 51 pins. Wow. In 1990, we set the the school record and the state record for pins. We had 201 pins. That was a quarter of the pins in that season in one tournament. So, Um pretty darn good when you consider uh, you know you got Millard South who's uh um, known for being a pin team also uh, I know they work on that specifically um, and uh, also a nationally ranked team you would think that uh, they would be clearly ahead of everybody in pins and and uh, we outpinned them so uh, um, you know and some great teams in there um, so that that's something that really be proud of for our guys um, you know we, we do work on uh, you know I mentioned Miller South works on it. it's not like we don't work on it we, we do real technique everyday on, on pinning um, we just got some guys right now that uh, are real good at that and and
2: uh, um, so uh, pretty sure between Garrett and um, and Kale, that was probably 14 of them right there if I remember correctly
0: nope. oh, 14 okay Oh yeah, maybe, Have to look at it. But yeah,
1: I know Garrett had eight, but uh, I don't know what Kale had. Cal- I know Cal- Kale had a tech fall in yep. there. And, I think the yeah. rest
0: were pins. Yeah, yeah. Maybe 15, and AJ
1: no. got a bunch of pins. I mean, yep. AJ's doing a good job of getting pins for us. seeing yeah, seen a lot
2: of consistency out of uh, some of these guys. And uh, Garrett's got 16 pins on the season. Uh, um, he's on a good pace right now. He's he is. I mean,
1: it does get tougher. You know, to get the pins as we go. Although this tournament's a tough one to get pins, so mm-hmm. um, to get eight
2: today or this this weekend. Yeah.
1: Um, usually, towards the end of the season, it gets tougher and tougher. You're usually on districts and state, um, but uh, you know that uh, record that's been around since 1987 or or something like that uh, might be in jeopardy. Uh, I mean, Buzz tied it last year, so I mean it's it's been tied. But uh, no one, no one, with all the great wrestlers we've had, no one's been able to break it. I mean, look at it, it's all good. And you're a decent wrestler back in the day. I had and, a couple of years, and uh, uh, you know, Velasquez, and mm-hmm. you know, you, you can go down a long list of of uh, great wrestlers, and and no one's been able to break that. I mean, Costanza, Weatherfield. I mean, all those guys, um, and no one's been able to break that record. We've been only be able to tie it. Um, one time and and uh, uh i don't know i don't want to jinx garrett but uh dang 16 pins right now <laughs> um I, yeah get he's it. he's on track and i know aj is wanting to go for it and he's kind of getting upset that they're he got a forfeit or something like that he said, man i i can't how I can i get the peak. pin record if they're forfeiting to me he's like well i know he says go for the career pin record and and get the season one maybe another year if uh, usually the light guys sometimes pick up a forfeit or two that ruins that pin streak uh, but anyhow so uh, real happy to see that our guys are pinning because uh, we talk a lot about bonus points not only in duels uh, but tournaments uh, how important those things are and, and uh, so uh, good to see that uh, we're getting that in in, in a, at a high level too you know uh, very solid tournament so. I don't know. That's about what I got for for the, that. Yeah, that's uh, so got, about it. Oh, wait, we got some individuals. This is real quick. Uh, yeah, nothing real quick here, but <laughs> we we'll start talking Real quick. Uh, yeah, just kind of go real quick down the list. Uh, you know, Kale Lordson went 8-0. Um, you know, nice job. Connor Tonia, 2-0. So he's undefeated. He's got an undefeated career going right now, high school career.
2: Yeah, two guys uh, at 106 with undefeated careers, right? Yeah.
1: Now. And, you know, the nice thing is for Connor, uh, I don't know if he realizes this, but he earned himself a varsity letter this weekend by, um, you know, getting those two wins. And and he, he went over the 10-point team point mark that uh, earns a varsity letter, and he, he did. Um, he's going to be a great one for us. Uh, he's another one of those that just started last year in middle school, eighth grade, and, and – uh, got a lot of skill and, and, uh, uh, you know, give him some time with technique and, and he's going to be something for us and a
0: tremendously hard worker in the room and, and, uh, hard worker. And if he stays, you know, in kale and AJ's size range, he's going to have great partners to work with to help push him too. And, and he's a bit,
1: he's actually smaller than them, mm-hmm. even though, yeah, he's a 106 pounder. I mean, he's naturally 106, um, eating full feed. So, uh, um, you know, Kale's coming down, so when those guys go up some weights, you know, next year he might. Well, you know, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to be able to get him to line up somewhere, and we certainly got some young kids coming up in eighth grade that are going to uh, be very, very tough in those lower weights. So I'm hoping we can get guys, everybody move up two or three weights in mm-hmm. a bunch of places, and and uh, anyhow, we'll we'll figure that out next year. But uh, got a lot of. Um, you know high hopes for him and I know he's got some high goals and and uh, and when he puts his mind to it he he does it and um, and one other thing about him and I teach some of our big guys about this uh, you know, we go to the weight we lift the weights uh, twice a week and uh, one of the lifts is a sandbag shouldering and we throw the throw a there's a 40 pound and a 60 pound sandbag and you throw it over your shoulder and and you hold it you know in in kind of not really in your lap but in front of you and you you'd use your hips to toss it up and it kind of helps you with your uh, lifts and, and throws and things like that get your hip action and and also throw on your shoulder well uh, the big guys went to the weight room first and the small bag was there so they all use a small bag we get in there at the little guys and connor goes where's the big bag like oh, it's <laughs> over here i went and got it for him and put it down and he took the big bag, so he goes with the big bag. and The bigger guys, he's not afraid to to, to lift the weights and put and to work hard. So um, maybe the big guys need to take some notes from that. Yeah. I don't know, but so anyhow, going to AJ he went seven and one. His only one loss was uh, to a obviously a quality opponent. We mentioned that with Archer Helium and Car from Carney. Um, Hunter Anderson had a great tournament for us. Went four and two. You know, uh, there's a couple times we sat him to uh, adjust some of our lineup. Um, you know, Luke Luke Wood stepped in for us, and like I said, you know, went zero and two. But he was thrown to the wolves both times. And and uh, uh, but uh, as I said too, that that was also very important for our team. That uh, that zero two is is. Uh, helping our team out and and uh, so don't look bad on that and uh Austin Breckenridge went one and five and um you know Austin's got a lot of talent uh even some wrestling experience there's you know certainly some things to work on yet but but uh, he's a freshman and and uh, you know and and uh, and
2: this is a tough turn this is
1: not an easy tournament and so um you know nothing to be ashamed of uh, he's going to get better and he's going to learn more and and uh, you know he's also could learn to practice a little better too. Like we mentioned a few others, but uh, those are all things we talk about with the kids individually and stuff. But um, you know, like to see more there. And uh, Matthew Coe went six and two. Um, you know, and for all those guys who took some losses and and. Uh, um, you know, and feeling bad about themselves, you know, don't feel feel bad about yourself. Uh, I think Matthew Cohen, like 0 and 7 his freshman year, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think any of them were even close. Mm-hmm. And uh, here he is out, we bump him up. Well, I mean, he, we were, he was one of those guys, where, we were, you know, bumping around and moving around to, to help our team better, because, you know, we have, have, have a lot of faith in him. And so, um, you know, right now, you know, don't get discouraged if you're not doing well, work hard and that shows what can happen um you know Walker Bankin was another one we threw the wolves a couple times I you know I I like I say I feel bad about doing that but we gotta find a way to win for the team and and one thing that uh I really uh it really bothers me that other some teams do um is uh, they'll move a guy up to avoid a good wrestler and then they won't put a backup in there uh, when they have him uh, I, I don't think that's right. I think that's, you know, if you got a guy to put in there, you put him in. Um, you know, because you never know that guy, you know, you might get away with just getting tech fault and that saves a team point. Plus, it's just, in my book, it's, it's just not right avoiding the good wrestlers. And, and when you have someone to put in there, you're in the backup, to back up. I understand moving to to maximize your points, but uh, if you got someone else there, put them in, you know. Um, and that's your job as a coach to manage the the part of, you know, taking the, the lumps and all that stuff that hopefully help them down the road. But uh, really, really proud of Walker, too, for stepping in and doing that. And I, I know he was down sometimes about that. But uh, as much as I could talk to him, he seemed to understand, and I, I hope so. And uh, Also another kid. You know, these guys I, I think are all going to be uh, – um, you know, very important for our team someday, and Walker was last year, and I think he, I think he, uh, I think he uh, has an opportunity to to, uh, to battle for varsity spots this year yet, and um, we just got a lot of guys around there that weight that are quality wrestlers. Um, Blaine went one and four, and again another freshman that uh, right now is wrestling. Um, you know, he's got some good stuff. Uh, he he works hard. He wants to do well. Um, you know, but he's a freshman going kind of in the middle weights where there's a lot of older kids and and uh you know his intensity ha- isn't there yet that to, to match them he's used to res- wrestling at the middle school level of intensity and 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 uh, uh you know it sometimes it takes a year or two to get that uh out of your system and um you know it, but it, it comes uh, I mean I would if I had anybody to compare to with him, I would say. If we're talking Matthew Coe, who you know obviously is doing great things for our team, uh, Blaine's ahead of Matthew at at this stage of his career, and so uh, hopefully Blaine doesn't get discouraged and keep working hard and doing the things he does off season and during the season, and and uh, we're going to see some great results someday from him. And, uh, Robert Greenwood went four and four, um, you know, and and th- there's no one that. Beat Robert that was, was bad or even average. I mean, the guys who beat him were were darn good. I mean, they're all highly rated and uh, in their classes. I mean, maybe that Norfolk kid might not be rated, but uh, I, I believe he came in like eleven and one or something like that into the tournament. So, yeah. uh, and he's very dangerous on top. And Robert was, uh,
2: was. I believe it was. He took tied the lead the and it was
1: tied going to third period. Got and
2: caught a little bit.
1: Yeah, and that guy chose top. Yeah. Um, Just you know, not get and, off the
2: bottom fast enough. And, yeah.
1: Um, but uh, So, anyhow, that guy's a very good wrestler, too. And But. Uh, um,
2: Robert you know, did show a lot of heart this weekend as far as getting down in matches, giving up five points, and, and coming back and, and completing a match, um, whether he won or lost. Quite a few of them he ended up winning that made a big difference in, in a couple of these results as a team.
1: Oh, exactly. You know, we already mentioned that with the um, one with the Cheyenne East. If if he doesn't come back, we would lose that duel. And, uh, you know, so uh, – you know, if we get in the state duels by like a point or so or half a tenth of a point or something like that, uh, we can go back and thank Robert Greenwood for, uh, for showing a lot of heart and never quitting when it, almost anybody else out there would have quit the second time he got down by five in that situation. So anyhow, you know, it's it's tough tournament. Sometimes you you have, you have tough luck and, and, and have a lot of opponents. And Robert's one of those that knows about it. He went, I think, 0-8 in his first year um in the fracas and uh i remember that because it was like match after match i was going like oh, this guy's rated number one in class b this guy and i said the next guy's rated number one in a number one in c i mean he had three number one guys i remember that for sure and okay this guy is not quite as good he's only rated three in class a so <laughs> not quite and, and it was like and, and it was just rough on him uh but you know fortunately he recovered from that and, and that's just kind of what it is and and uh, Frankus hasn't been good, Robert, but, but that hopefully that makes him a lot better down the road. Uh, Colby went five and three. Um, you know, again, same thing, all quality wrestlers. Uh, you know, he did have a weird match against Lincoln Southwest that he lost. That guy was kind of a, a unusual type of wrestler. That a couple times Colby looked like he was going to get a reversal and some back points, and the other guy would. Kind of throw his feet around weird.
2: Yeah, it I was a. Uh, we'll watch some film on that and see. Yeah,
1: I mean, so obviously, it was, if Colby sets up just a little bit better, he gets it.
2: Yeah, it was a ten-point swing the first time, and the second time, I think he was on yes. top, so it ended up being just an eight-point swing. But that was, that was. Uh, I think it could have been a technical fall for us instead of losing that match if those two moves work oh, out yeah. as as intended, as opposed to kind of backfiring there with some just some some weird technique happening there
1: yeah and so and, and part of it is you know sometimes you get those weird guys that can mm-hmm. do weird things and that that's what it looked like and um and and he did and, and it also part of this too just a little bit better uh finishes on, on the technique and i and i and i have some things for him to work on on that um you know peterson rolls have been my area of expertise, yeah. so. Uh, a lot of the guys over the years, when I used to be able to uh, to wrestle with them, uh, fell to that Peterson role. Uh-huh. They were victims of that in the practice room. Uh-huh. So, um, anyhow, I'll help. We'll be able to help him in there. Uh, but anyhow, he, he, real good tournament for him to going five and three. Uh, Connor Breck getting four and four, and um, you know he's like, like we talked about. Really, just a sophomore four and four. Um, you know, really. It, I feel if you come out of this tournament uh, winning 50% of your matches or better, uh, you you've done a good job. Uh, obviously, the, the the more you win, the better. But uh, uh, four and four is not a bad in this tournament. The quality here, so good results for him. Um, you know, Logan we mentioned Burmester we mentioned he you know had a, a little injury he's dealing with. Maybe it would have helped him in a match or two, but uh, he he went three and five and. Um, you know, and again, everyone that beat him—it's they—they were quality people, so nothing to be ashamed of there. Logan's having a great season, and and you know, the only one thing you worry about these these quality tournaments, uh, the very tough tournaments are uh, the one danger of that is is uh, if guys take some lot too many losses that they're used to that it doesn't affect them mentally, and mm-hmm. uh, you know and that's our job as coaches to make sure that doesn't. Um, but there's such a tremendous upside of, of wrestling that quality competition that makes you better too. That, uh, but Logan's having a great season so far, and uh, you know I, I'm looking for better things down the road. I, you know he'll get things healed up here and be back to normal. Um, Luke McDonald, seven and one. I mean that shooting a sophomore, that's tremendous. Uh, again, we we fixed a few little you know techniques there and and he's unstoppable and again his only losses to a returning state medals and number 2 ranked guy in in Wyoming and, and he lost to him by one point so um, you know real nice job there and and Hunter Thompson 5 and 3 you know that uh, um, you know good sign for him that uh, you know when he in you know, Boys town was a tough tournament for him he lost two matches he really could have won and should have won both of them um, and I think part of that was and I felt at the time that uh, um, he he did, didn't get into our lineup so he didn't have any matches going in and and so the boys down the first match there's there's a lot of rust you got to kick off especially for a guy who, who uh, you know hadn't wrestled all his career you know all his life he just you know recently started wrestling uh, you know so he just didn't look sharp and in there and, and he needed to kick some rust off and he seemed like he did and, and really had a, a good tournament going five and three. And like I said I thought towards the end I saw some things, some flashes of, hey, you know there's there's signs of, of big improvements and he, he might be uh, ready to make that turn and uh, and really start improving and having a great season. Uh, Garrett going eight no, um, all pins. That's your
2: Consistency right there.
1: Yep. Um, I think he went to the second period only twice. Yep. You you just need to get it done a little quicker there. Don't (laughs) go to the second period at all. You don't get tired. Uh, Garrett was fighting a little bit of illness. I mean, nothing major, but not feeling good and kind of hacking a lot. And, um, you know, so uh, good to see him go out there and take care of business. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. Speaking of hacking a lot, yeah, Mine, mine's, I got a minor thing, but it's all this all right. uh, coaching this weekend kind of aggravates all that. And, but uh, we'll be fine. Uh, anyhow, Jake Star going four and four. Um, you know, and I know Jake is a high, you know, he's a competitor, and, and he, he wants to win and wants to win now. And, and I lo- I love that about him. Uh, he listens well. He's coachable. Um you know, we're working on a few things with those underhooks. I think are, are starting to help him. He, um, you know, he's 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 coming real close sometimes on getting some takedowns, and, and you know for just learning that some of that technique recently, uh, you know that's good. I you know those those things take a while to develop. So, but you know I noticed last year there's there's a lot of things he's he's doing a lot of the right things it takes to be a, a successful wrestler, um, and and actually. Uh, he is successful i mean four and four again like i said you come out of this tournament winning 50 percent of your matches you did a good job um and he did a good job and he's got a winning record this year he had a you know and so he's he's coming along and there's he there's even i know there's even more out there for him um you know so he's one that by the time he's a senior um he's gonna be a great one for us so uh real happy to see that um you know, and and he lost his last match against a very good opponent. Um, honestly, I I went into that match expecting to get pinned. Um, looking at that guy's record and what he did, um, and Jake ended up losing two to one,
2: off of a it, locked hand. Off of a oh, locked man. hands,
1: and and he didn't really lock hands all year. Just one of those things. Hey. Where the guy. It was moving around, and Jake tried to hold, keeping him in position and locked up the hands, and he locked him good. Yeah, might as well at that <laughs> point. <laughs> but the guy getting escaped in, and I, I, think the way the match went, mm-hmm. um, and the choice that we had, I think, I think Jake would have won it in overtime. Yeah. But uh, uh, anyhow, you know, his progress that's that's actually fantastic where he's at right now, and and I know he's gonna be even much better down the road. So, I guess for me that's a wrap on on that. So about an hour and a half of the frac fracas. Holy smoke, Craig! I thought it was supposed to be a short yeah,
2: one. Central duel too.
0: Well, I'm just talking about the fracas. It's about an hour of the fracas at least. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, we need to wrap it up here soon because is Christmas dinner for us, and that's and we got about ten minutes, and and your mom's going to be calling us to eat, and we don't want it to get cold. Oh. So just one last. Thought you know on the fracas and, and it's more of the the backups that we brought, you know, real appreciative of them. We talked a lot about the guys who we threw into the wolves and and, and that. And we also brought some other guys who didn't get to wrestle or didn't even get to go out at all. Uh, very appreciative of them to be there and and uh, you know be ready at any moment because when we go to the tournament, we don't know. Uh, we didn't know what we were going to do until we get there, and then we start looking at lineups and and who weighs in for them and and so um it's important that they're there um because at any moment we may throw somebody in and in fact we did that once with walker where was just at that time say, "Hey, walker you're up and he's like what you know so uh those guys didn't go you get to wrestle very appreciative of them also and just to be there and, and uh Supporting the team and and being there just in case. Yeah, we
0: can't bring a guy at every weight class, so we have to kind of be thinking ahead and and how things can move and moving guys around. Like we're probably not going to bring, hate to say it, probably not going to bring a backup heavyweight for a dual tournament because we can't move him up. But you know, we gotta almost always bring a backup six pounder if we have it because we don't have a backup
1: two eighty five. So, but anyhow, all
0: right, I think. I think that's it for the breakers. I think yeah. we covered that in every way possible. So I guess we'll move on to uh, what's coming up um, upcoming week, um, I guess. Yeah, Christmas week. I didn't mention it to start with, but we're not going to have a podcast next weekend. Because, so we're just going to go extra long this week to help cover it. See, there
1: you go. Split it. Half and half. <laughs> Go stop it halfway through, and then next week listen to the other half. I
0: mean, who knows? Maybe if we go too long, we'll ha- we can split it into a two-parter there. But uh, you know, maybe not. I guess the you know the upcoming week, everybody's off um, through Thursday for the holiday. Um, I guess anything to say, I'd say enjoy your holiday. You mentioned it to the guys, but you know, enjoying the holiday. You know, as far in as moderation. food, but in <laughs> yes. moderation. Um, you know, if you have a little bit too much, or if you want to. You know want to exercise on your own or whatever you know that's that's on you we can't open the the wrestling room or anything like that during the the moratorium here so uh that'd be a, on anybody's desire there i know I've, guys have gone running in the past gone found a gym or whatever on their own so well weather's nice enough for a run this week yeah it's gonna be a pretty mild christmas um but then kick back into practice friday and saturday uh you don't have the schedule up i know i think saturday is in the morning
1: yes morning practice on saturday that way hopefully it's at nine thirty, and hopefully people have if anybody has some family lunches or something that uh they can uh go to practice and get their family lunch or even if they have to leave early you know um yeah i understand just uh i just need them to tell me and um let me know that uh, they got something going on and We'll work with them on that. You know, family time is important. So um, what and, time do we have
0: practice set on Friday? Oh, I believe it's in the morning, 9.30 also. Okay, so anybody listening you're not sure, morning practices for the first two days of the, off the break, I guess. Um, and then no practice on Sunday. And then we're kind of right back into almost a normal schedule right off of that. Um well, uh, somewhat. I mean, yeah, we
1: got the new year in there, mm-hmm. but I mean, we're practicing every day. Uh, I think some of them are mornings, um, some afternoons. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but then uh, um, yeah, because we, we have a duel on Thursday, uh, it's gonna be a tough one on on weight, guys of weight. That's on January second. Uh, we got a duel coming up with uh, uh, Lincoln East or Southeast. Um, you know, and they're they're not a, a bad team either. They they are doing all right right now. They they're improved from where they've been at this, you know. So we we need to be ready for them. Um, you know, any Class A team, we, they you know the number of kids they have in their school, uh, and they got a good coach there. They got uh, Bauer there. Mm-hmm. You know, his dad is uh, was national champion coach at UNK, and so certainly from a good lineage. And um, so we need to be ready to wrestle
2: um,
1: and uh, be on weight. Uh, we can't have guys all out of weight and causing us to um, have some holes and stuff and then end up taking a loss, And uh, you know. So. And then the, that weekend's our Badger duels, mm-hmm. um, big duel tournament, 10 teams, couple new additions, a uh, couple dropped out, Scut's out of it, uh, Wayne's out of it, uh, but we picked up Gretna and, and Lincoln East. So still got some quality here. <laughs> Some very good quality in there and and uh um you know so it's gonna be good for us, and you know another tough uh some another more tough competition so real good real good to see that and I think wahoo's there too and and Bellevue east, so we've got some quality teams uh, out there um so it'll be good for us again so that's that's kind of what we got coming up down the road here and it's not all that far
0: away either. Yeah, no kidding. I guess uh, we're so much on duels right now, and give our state duels still kind of early, but not as early as before. Update, um, at, and and really these uh, numbers are being recalculated even throughout the day today. Um, Drop down to fifth with forty-four and a half points, but. There's at least one spot I'm seeing where, even if nothing else on our end, um, I think we'll get an extra point or two in there as the season goes along. From, uh, you know, before the average, you know, our loss to Carney, but Carney's record right now is sitting at three and five. I don't know if not everything's updated from this weekend, and they just have a tough early schedule. That I'm sure they'll be picking up a lot more wins throughout the season. So things like that uh, will help automatically and obviously beating good teams well yeah they were kind of i mean they're a great team mm-hmm. dual team and
1: they're kind of a little bit of a victim of how the format is of the fracas and i mentioned that to their coach that their the format they have this year was different uh they put them in the pools of five and and then those five pools number number one went to get to the number one pool number two the number two pool and um you could finish uh Fifth in this tournament, and go four and four. Yep, that that's Mm -hmm. that's rough, you know. (laughs) And you could be like I think it was like twenty first or something like that, and be four and four. So it's tough on your record, Um, Mm -hmm. you know. You're wrestling good competition, so it should help a little bit with points. But losing's not good for for the state duels. Um, So that that was one of the negatives about that. And they're looking at next year maybe. Doing something different, or, or at least considering. I mean, he, he listened and he he agreed that he thought you know. But obviously, this year is too late. But next year they might. I mean, maybe they will do something different. Maybe not. I don't know. But yeah. uh, at least they're aware of that. And so that's probably what uh, happened with Carney because they, they got in that yep final pool and I think
2: they ended up fourth. And so they mm-hmm. took a couple losses there and yeah, three losses right there. So they could have been coming in with a decent record and a very tough tournament will do that to your record. Yep. But
1: like you said, they'll, they'll get that straightened out. There's also something else I've noticed on some of the rankings. There's one of the teams in there that rank pretty high that's I'm like, whoa, how they rank so high. Well, they went out of state and won some dual tournament against some teams, and I don't know how good they are, but I do know that team. They're, they're uh, you know kind of struggling this year uh, so far, but, uh, um, but they won a lot of duels out of state, and – the out-of-state teams haven't been calculated yet, and they actually give them the maximum points. Mm. So they won, beat a lot of teams, and they could be, they could be great teams, they could be bad teams, but they're getting points as if they were great teams. Yeah, and uh,
0: then you got someone like Garing who's one and zero. So it's way too early in their season for right. calculations. You know, their points are off one duel.
1: Yeah, you'll start th- seeing things work out later in January, and um, you know, some of, if those are going out of state a lot um you know Scott's bluff is one of those uh, shoot i think they were five and seven and they were in the top eight uh but uh, that was because they were getting maximum points and even for the losses and everything and, and that's all going to change and um yeah but uh those points might not be actually calculated till almost february uh so but most other schools you, like us there's a couple out of state that's not going to change things a lot and so you'll see things starting to work out later on in
0: january but yeah, yeah like you said way too early to get worried about this <laughs> not as early but you're starting to get indications slight indications i guess you'd say as to you know how things are shaking out um uh i guess uh, one addition we have this week like i we mentioned and you've heard him is we've got andy here uh, he's varsity assistant coach. This is third year at, at Bennington. Is that right, as a coach at Bennington? This is my fourth year, I believe. Third or fourth year? I don't know. We, I lost track of time. <laughs> so um, yeah, I guess uh,
2: this uh, this group of kids, this is uh, the group that was freshman, the freshman group when I came in.
0: Okay. So uh, I guess give everybody listening, you know, a his and go through a history. You know, start off you know, high school wise. You know, pretty accomplished wrestler. You know,
2: did all right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: give a little bit more background, maybe. You know, three times state champ, pretty good. No. World team member, that sort of thing. I, I did all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, okay, fine. we we'll high school. I mean, national placer, all American. Right. What you say, things. Craig? Because he's I don't have everything in front it. in front of me. Okay, well then I guess go on to uh, you know. I, I think
2: it sounds better when you say it, Craig. <laughs> All right, he, he's a three-time <laughs> undefeated state <laughs> champ.
0: For the
1: last three years, he was a tiny little runt. His freshman year, lost, lost to another Andy Piccorney. seventy-nine Andy. <laughs> pounds wrestling, basically starting the wrestling season off. So they still end up with twenty-six wins as a little little shrimp, and um, you yeah, know went on to college, two-time All-American. Two-time finalist, uh, was on the world team, uh, won the Fila at that time Fila Cadet Nationals, which is now UWW, uh, in Greco, and there was actually two Fargo National champions in his bracket, and he finished ahead of them to win to go world oh, the Czech Republic, and so that's kind of his bio a little bit. Uh, wrestled at Nebraska for a while, and. Um, you know, around Jordan Burroughs and and Manning and all those that uh, obviously I mean, everybody knows what Jordan Burroughs has done. So, brings a, w- a lot of wealth of knowledge and stuff from from uh,
2: uh, you know different uh, great programs. Yeah, I certainly have had a lot of. Uh... Very, uh, very talented coaches that uh, have been around in my wrestling career. and I'd like Well, to thanks, think. Andy. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Well, you know, it was a little bit of a compliment, I guess. Uh, Technically
0: as coach there's, for a there's, there's only, only one coach who's
2: ever coached you a national championship. Yeah,
1: I think he's coaches just six of them. And... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anyhow. Well, I've had some, some good uh, uh, experienced coaches uh, oh, teach yeah, me a yeah. lot of things, and I'd like to hope I bring a couple of those different you know, techniques or skills Um to some of these guys here in the room.
0: Speaking of coaching, uh, I guess tell people about your coaching experience outside of
2: the Bennington High School. Yeah, for two years before I uh, came back to Bennington, I was uh, an assistant coach out in uh, Kimball, Minnesota. Um, we had uh, we had a state champion there, or, uh, a four-time state champion there that I got to coach my first year, and and a couple of the very very solid guys um, out of Kimball that. Uh, uh really kinda gotta cut my teeth. I'm working at a, a small school. Kimball was uh the lowest class up in Minnesota and so it was a kind of a small farm community and uh it gotta cut my teeth working with those kind of guys. A lot of hard working guys who uh you know grew up, you know, doing more out in the field than, you know, uh than most would nowadays I guess. But uh it was a good experience. Um, and uh, came back with With some uh, new knowledge and a a couple new ideas with coaching that uh, I hadn't had previously. And uh, obviously coaching high school is very different than um, coaching at the college level. And so some of the things that uh, I learned to do um, from the college coaches that I had, I also kind of had to learn how to fit that in with the high school athletes being uh, just a, a totally different ball game. and. So I, it was a really good experience to take back here yeah
1: yeah it's a excellent point you hear always hear a lot of people talk about well you, you know you got coach them like college or have to beat college practices I, I hear that once in a while and I'm like you know these are high school kids I mean you, I mean you think about I mean I don't care who you are I mean how good you are you're still a high school kid and mm-hmm. um you know yeah there's some that are that are far more advanced than others at, at the high school level but um, in the end, you're still a high school kid, still developing technique, and I guarantee you that uh, most college coaches out there say there's rarely any kid coming out of high school that's ready for the college level, and and you see you're seeing more and more of it now mm-hmm. than you used to, uh, you know, you know, with, with some of the uh, high level kids getting in, into the Division One, but uh, still, um, when they're freshmen, sophomores mm-hmm. in high school, they're still a long ways from from the college level and
2: um
1: so it's it's not college practices Mm -hmm. you gotta still coach them like high school
2: level well even on the other end you're not having many college coaches that are having to you know teach their guys that they can't lock hands or can't do something like that those are kinds of things that uh, you know are important as a high school coach to to share with your kids you know just the process of wrestling and um that's something that uh you know you don't have to do as a college coach
0: you don't quite have the the mix of having to teach the very basics of a single leg up and at the same time <laughs> mm-hmm. t- try to make sure you have your high level athletes engaged that are you know state champions keep them engaged and working hard too the whole way through yeah.
1: and i think that's something that we're used to at bennington and mm-hmm. and we've found a system you know developed over the years that in my opinion just what we're doing and uh you know if we teach the kids how to practice properly we we got like craig said guys who uh, you just try and teach how to do a basic single leg or just the basic stuff and we got high level guys and guys have been in the program for many years you know the seniors and stuff there you can't get them bored and and but uh, i think the system we do if they follow it I, um, we've had some success with with high level athletes you know you know the with what you've done, and and Brett Velasquez and Brett Allgood, and and all that, and so. Anyhow, I what back on to back on what to Andy. Andy. What
2: oh, keeping me on the spot it, here.
1: Pretty much all the related, I guess. But
0: I guess I, I had a, a I guess a question or something for you to to talk to people about. I guess uh for, more for the. A few things for the high school wrestlers, I guess. uh, What kind of? Give me, give me one or maybe a few of your top tips for non-technique tips for the high school wrestlers to succeed. You know, obviously learning moves and you know finding what moves work for them. But tell the guys a little bit about and future gals and uh, some non-technique things that they should do
2: to try to succeed in the high school level. I think the by far the biggest skill that high-level athletes have that has nothing to do with technique or ability um, is uh, body language. When you're out on a wrestling mat, if you have a body language portraying strength or, or confidence in your abilities, and you go out there and you continue to wrestle, even when you're tired, if you, you know, a lot of people talk about fake it till you make it or something like that. But if you are out there and you're hustling back to the center of the circle, you know or looking like you're not that tired not being hands on your knees you know sucking air out on the mat and you just portray to your opponent that you got this you're you're in great shape you know regardless of how you feel just the mental edge that gives you um you know moving beyond beyond even just the second period into the third period just looking like you're fresh and the other guy's thinking man i feel so tired and this guy looks like he's fresh that makes a big difference in high level matches.
0: I think that actually, you know, that's rings really true this week. I I think of Robert's match with Omaha Central is his kid looked real tired and and you know, I think we point out like Robert, look, he he's tired, you're not. Let's get after it and, and it makes you know, if you're you're showing that or if your opponent's showing that he's tired, you know, you're going to go maybe go harder because you know that, you know, you might you're going to wear him down more and more. So, that's definitely a good good tip. Mm-hmm. Any others you can think of that
2: Well, just, you know, go out on the match with an expectation that uh not always you always expect to win. Um, but some matches I kind of go back to Luke Woods match, you know, with Drew Arnold. Um, sometimes you may from the outside look like you're overmatched or something like that, but if you go out there with just the willingness to, you know, try things and do everything you can to try to win a match, um that, that makes a big difference in um, whether or not you win that match it also bodes well for your future as a wrestler because if you're willing to give it your all to throw everything you got you improve over time by trying you know if you just go out there and you're constantly wrestling not to lose there's only so far you can go in the sport wrestling with that style but if you wrestle with you know an aggressive, you know, outgoing style where you're just going to give it everything you got, you get better and better. And I think a good example of that is, I mean, Matthew Coe over all these years, he's always out there trying things, you know, sometimes he might not be ready for it yet, but you know, uh, you see a lot of growth out of, uh, wrestlers that that go out and give it their best every single week.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess kind of along those lines, obviously, uh, he, he wrestled in college wrestled d1 and d2 and and had a lot of experience with you know the recruiting process and and you know coaches recruiting you know give the guys a, a tip who are that are thinking about wrestling in college um you know what kind of intangibles are and things are college coaches looking for obviously they're looking for good at good wrestlers and and but there i know that i've heard a lot about intangibles
2: from from the college coaches um when, we were, when I was up uh, at St. Cloud and um, I was helping out uh, coach a little bit there and I, I did a lot of the recruiting process even as a senior being a, you know, longtime senior in college. Um, <laughs> Dr. Andy. Yeah, Dr. Andy, right. Um, one of the big things, well, there's several big things that we look for in a student athlete beyond just his, um, you know, ability to wrestle and uh, his potential in the classroom, which is are both important things. Um but we like to talk with their coaches and see is this kid what kind of attitude does he have um is he coachable um does does he give it all into, is he at his ceiling right now you know it, or because he listens well and responds well to new techniques does he have more potential to grow and uh for for these guys who are looking to get into college um and wrestle in college Showing that you're willing to listen and, and showing that you're willing to take techniques or things that we show and uh, and really try them in practice and, and stick around after practice and ask for more things. Um, so a lot of things that, that, that college coaches are going to look for is going to be a hunger to get better. Um, and that's shown in both your coachability and your willingness to try new things.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you said all that stuff because, you know, we try telling kids that and um... – you're experiencing it from the college end and, and the recruiting process you're part of on the college end and um, and I hear it on the opposite end as a co- head coach those those are a lot of the questions i get from coaches when when we have athletes that are, are re- recruiting um, you know so it's, it's good to hear hear that and good for others to hear that too because they just think hey a coach is just saying that because he wants
0: wants them to listen to him <laughs> but uh, but no that's there's a lot of truth to it so, uh, any anything else you want Andy to, to to talk about or Andy you got anything else you want to add here
2: no not really unless you got more questions for me
0: <laughs> oh no I, I don't know um, I think Craig
1: asked some good ones um, I maybe just a quick uh, uh, what are your thoughts on on the season so far and where uh, you know our progression of our guys and you know overall? You know, from last year to this year where we're
2: at currently and, and uh, that kind of thing. Just a- Well, I remember I think it was last year, Pennington um, Invite and Boystown Town Invite going through our uh, warm-ups. You know, there was a limited amount of skills and techniques that I could just call out and they would know <sighs> and be able to do it. And I think this year um, we've seen a lot of growth um, in the guys who were brand new on the team last year. Um, that are, you know, coming in as sophomores this year, even the incoming freshmen. Um, obviously, the juniors and seniors, they know the drill. They've done it for a few years now. But, you know, at the the underclassmen have uh, really stepped up. Um, and the experience that they've gained, you know, from last year and their willingness to learn the moves last year is really paying off already this year. And we've seen a few guys that uh, have put a lot of time in the off season, whether it be in the Olympic styles or just continuing and, you know, doing – uh, summer <coughs> leagues and things like that. Um, we, we've we've seen uh, that we're further along this year, I, I believe, than last year. Um, and I think just the knowledge and the different techniques, and a little bit better conditioning. I think guys are working a little bit harder in the room. Um, it's shown in uh, quite a few matches where it came down to you know little techniques or or just you know have a, having been better conditioning or a little bit more heart. And I think this year we're seeing that out of the guys.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't have any more questions. I guess we <laughs> right now. Well, I guess in, in the effort of trying to keep it under yeah, two hours, part of it. <laughs> uh, we ought to wrap it up. Cause we could talk all day and rest. Oh, like, yeah. I I mean, mean, there's mm-hmm. no limit. Problem
1: is, I think dinner's going to be ready pretty
0: soon. Yeah. yeah that's uh, I'm limit. getting hungry. <laughs> so I guess, uh, with this two hour, um, you know, we're going to, like I said, I won't have a show next week. So if you want, um, you can repeat this show uh, next Sunday. Like I said, listen watch half it now and listen half
1: next week, and you're good.
0: And I get this me- By the time you get to this message, though, you probably listen to the whole dang thing. Um, yep. So uh, tune in in two weeks from now. Uh, we'll recap the Lincoln Southeast duel. Uh, speaking of Lincoln Southeast, real quick, is it going to be Military Appreciation Week? Yes, it is. Uh, that needs to you know, get out the information very soon.
1: Uh, that's on my notes to take care of. Um, you know, I don't want to go too far in advance, but uh, again, it's gonna come quick, probably right after Christmas start getting information out there because um, you know it's
0: that's coming. So we'll recap the Lincoln Southeast military appreciation duel and then uh, and then probably have about have five more duels to recap for the Badger duels. And then we'll do a slight preview for, speaking of duels, EMC duels after that. So, uh, as always with the podcast, remember to subscribe, rate, and review. And tell your friends and family to check it out if they're interested in it. And uh, just help spread the word uh, for us to talk about betting and wrestling. Until next week, see ya.